if schools do not reopen, the funding should go to parents to send their child to public, private, charter, religious, or homeschool of their choice. The key word being choice. If schools do not reopen, the funding should go to parents to send their child to public, private, charter, religious, or homeschool of their choice. The key word being choice. I love that word, of their choice. Isn't that awesome? Awesome. Yeah, let's just wait and see. He just said a few days ago that amazing things would be happening in the next eight weeks, and specifically on education. And I just said, I just said it. I'm like, what if this this whole thing about the education and that they can't figure out whether about going back to school and all that is about getting us set free from the Masonic indoctrination. Oh, wow. Hey, guys, I'm Melissa Red Pill the World. We look at the Q post, the Trump tweets, and the, and the current events in the light of God's word because this is biblical. Yeah, this is huge what's going on. And, and biblical in the sense of, yes, monumental and huge but also we look at it and say what did god promise in his word would happen and we're living to see it you guys so so exciting so yeah i uh, i'm glad that you are here um uh, uh, we're gonna just settle in i've got some really cool things to talk to you about i want to make sure that we understand what a little bit more about what's going on with the with the nasara the 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 financial institutions the banks the you know what is going on with that okay why is our why are our markets doing phenomenally well despite oh you know that we're all staying pretty much staying home what is going on with that so we're going to try to break it down and see what is our president trump up to um also i want to talk to you about the Ghislaine maxwell situation see what's going on with that so let's jump in so this just came out i saw this uh this this today is a very short video. I'm going to play a little bit of it because it's talking about documents being unsealed. Not that we have them yet, but maybe this coming week we're going to have this. So check this out. This is a, uh, I think a really great report. Short, short report, but really good. Big developments in the case against Ghislaine Maxwell. This involving the sealing of unsealing of documents that was ordered by a judge yesterday who made that decision. However, there will be about a week in which Ghislaine Maxwell's lawyers will be allowed to appeal. These documents involve a case and a deposition involving Virginia Gouffre. She's one of the most high-profile victims, uh, alleged victims of Epstein and of Ghislaine Maxwell. She okay, just real quick. Did you already hear that their attorneys are going to get a week before this is you know, brought out to the public? Now, the Gouffre is the girl with the blonde hair who, who was you know, there for a long, long time. And she's been the one who's been fighting so hard to expose them. And so uh, when, you know, all those depositions being exposed, well, that would be gigantic. So check it out. She sued Ghislaine Maxwell in 2016. So there's a lot of documents within that deposition, which include some of which was, was leaked out by Alan Dershowitz, mm. the, the accusation against the former Israeli prime minister, Ayud Barak, many of the world's billionaires, you know, some of the most high profile, high profile people in business. Virginia Gouffre has a lot more information that she's been trying to get out into the public domain for quite some time. That is included within these documents, including people, so-called John Doe's, who are named within the suit. We don't know who they are. The documents also include Ghislaine Maxwell's actual deposition that was given in that case under oath with a lot of alleged, you know, bombshell admissions. And what's most important of all of this, Virginia Gouffre is also the woman, or she was a girl at the time, yeah. who was allegedly abused and uh, raped by Prince Andrew. So that is another element to all of this. Of course, Ghislaine Maxwell very likely asked about that during the deposition, right. her deep relationship with the Royals. So one week from today, we could be bringing you some absolute bombshells included that within these documents. So here's what we know, some of the details about what may be in these documents. It's said to run hundreds of pages, um, should be made public in the week, includes flight logs from Epstein's jets, deposition, like Sagar was just saying, from Maxwell back in 2016, that when she was asked 
potentially intrusive questions about her sex life. That's how it was characterized. Police reports from Palm Beach, Florida. Um, communications between Maxwell and Epstein from January 2015. That was when Virginia Gouffray initially made these allegations about them in court papers. So what was that communication like? Um, and in the papers, Gouffray claimed that she was forced to have sex with Prince Andrew. So we'll probably get more details there about what the allegations are. So some unbelievably bombshell revelations could be coming here within yeah, the next right. week. Yeah, that's right. What I'm very focused on is the Andrew one, but also the business connections. Can't ever take our eye off that's of the right, business the of the Israeli prime minister, the former Israeli prime minister, Ehud Barak, many of these other hedge fund billionaires, as well as, as Wexner, who is the person who seems to have been the genesis for much of Jeffrey Epstein's wealth. He claims he never knew anything about Epstein's predilections. Sure, you know, I'd like to sell, you know, I'll sell him the London Bridge if that's true. Um, well, and one of the reasons why, I mean, I feel like he always escapes scrutiny. I think. Okay, so she's talking about Lex, what Les Wexner? I'll show you that person. He's the basically the CEO of, of Victoria's Secret. Okay, um, so this one is Ehud Barak. Interesting. So he was the former prime. He's the, he is the former prime minister of Israel. So his name is being out there. Prince Andrew's name is being out there. These these big names, and I would feel sure that he's this part of the you know, M-O-S-S-A-D, right? And uh, Les, Les Wexner, we already know that he's part of that too. So yeah, this is, we're getting up to the top. And we're gonna talk about that a little bit more when we go into talking about the banks. So check it out. Partly does. because he's really just does. less of a famous name than, you know, Bill Clinton. He's a billionaire. So. Or, right, or like Donald Trump when he's, I wish her well, you know what <laughs> I mean? But um, he was the one who sold Epstein, his New York City That's mansion, right. for way below market value. Weird. And remember, Interesting. Virginia Gouffray, according to that document that was released, has accused Wexner of sexually abusing her as well. So that could be a, another key part of the story. But the other key part of the story here is the cover up. How did they get away with this for 35 plus years? Well, one of the ways is that powerful people helped cover up for them. And something very suspicious happened over the last week. And that is Andrew Schultz. He's a comedian. He's a uh, very nice guy. Um, you might recognize for decades. That's what I want to know. How how is it how is this to be seen as anything other than a cover up and a cover for one of the most horrific people who might have ever lived? Well, and it's going to come out more in the mainstream that Biden covered up for this. He was part of the one uh, part of the group that covered up for this as well as trying to, you know, uh, get some dirt on President Trump. Right. So this is a, I think this Friday, it just came out on this past Friday, the, I think the 23rd. And so likely we'll get more information on it this coming Friday. So more and more. Um, I also want to show you this clip. I'm, I'm just going to show you uh, the littlest bit, the littlest bit, but um, you can go to the Sainted Anon channel and look at this, this video here, Christy Teigen. Um, and so these are her, you know, she removed so many of her, tweets and i'm going to just let you see some of them that are very odd very strange i don't think i really need to read them because it might jump into the algorithm but uh this needs to be you know why in the world is she is she re removing these tweets and she's trying to come out like oh you know i was just joking and no let's just take your attention away from that look at something else and but yeah we need to remember this we need to expose this. We need to let people know this is not normal behavior for someone to leave. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, you know, to leave, to, to remove all these uh, tweets. It shows that she's, she realizes she's guilty and that they're coming for her. All this time they had cover. They never thought anyone would ever hold them accountable for their crimes. And now it's coming out. So this whole video, yeah. So this whole video, I would, warn you about but encourage you to watch so you become aware of it so that you can expose it that's our whole goal if we can't handle it and i was just talking with a buddy of mine we've got to be able to face it and expose it so we can root it out and that's the only and if we just sit and you know pretend like it's not that didn't happen 
and, and just don't want to look at it or talk about it, then it'll continue. So that's our, it's so important that we have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. So when we find out about this information, it's, it's on us. It's our responsibility before the Lord to expose it. All right. So that's that the latest on all of that going on. So, um, the next thing is, um, look at this, what the Lord has told us in his word in Amos chapter nine, even if they dig down to the place of the dead, I will reach down and pull them up. Even if they climb up into the heavens, I will bring them down. Even if they hide at the very top of Mount Carmel, I will search them out and capture them. Even if they hide at the bottom of the ocean, I will send the sea serpent after them to bite them. Even if their enemies drive them into exile, I will command the sword to kill them there. I am determined to bring disaster upon them and not to help them. This is who it's talking about. So whenever you read the, the Old Testament, the Isaiah, the major prophets, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, or you read you know, some of the minor prophets, Amos, some of these, I'm going to read a little bit of Habakkuk here in a little bit. When you see about the evil ones, this is who it's talking about. And I'm going to be talking about these, these banksters, what I call banksters. Hopefully that'll avoid the algorithm. Uh, but yeah, so the, whether it's been the trafficking in little people or, or the, the, the absolute crazy amount of fraud, this is, this is who he's talking about because it's harmed the entire world. It's enslaved. They've been part of what's enslaved the whole world. It is not a, a crime that was, was, didn't hurt all of humanity. Okay. So that's what the Lord says about them. He is not, this is not about us. He's not angry with us over the, you know, Oh, you stole a pencil or something when you were in second grade. It's not about that. Or, Oh, I said a curse word, whatever. He, that's not what he's talking about. It's these people who are, have taken the mark of the B E A S T that, to do these rituals. Okay. And they are going to be held to an account and it's happening. It's happening. Very exciting. All right. So, um, okay. So I watched the movie, um, the big short and it's all about mortgage loans and mortgage bonds. So imagine you're a bank and you have, so we're trying to break this down. Okay. So, cause it's complicated. Okay. We're trying to break it down. So you've got uh, all these loans, these mortgage loans, and you put them in a big grouping of them. Uh, and they're, they're called a bond. Well, normally, you know, if you, if someone has a really good rating, a good uh, credit rating, then, then you don't make as much money on getting their, their loan. But, but they you know, they, you, you want to have something that's, you know, someone's got a, a viable, a viable loan. All right. So, but it, but what they, what they did was they played the system here in this, this movie called the big short goes into that. And so this girl talks about, <laughs> she, she grabs people's attention because she's so cute. She's in the tub, but anyway, she explains mortgage bonds. So check it out. Maybe she's going to. On their 2% fee, they got for selling each of these bonds. But then they started running oh, out of money. Hang on, let me back up. Or even better. Basically, Louis Rainieri's mortgage bonds were amazingly profitable for the big banks. They made billions and billions on their 2% fee they got for selling each of these bonds. But then they started running out of mortgages to put in them. After all, there are only so many homes and so many people with good enough jobs to buy them, right? So the banks started filling these bonds with riskier and riskier mortgages. Thank you, Banjo. That way, they can keep that profit machine churning, right? By the way, these risky mortgages are called subprime. So whenever you hear subprime, think shit. Our friend Michael Burry found out that these mortgage bonds that were supposedly 65% AAA were actually just mostly full of shit. So now he's going to short the bonds, which means to bet against. Got it? Good. So, so yeah, so this man found out about this. He looked at the, you know, he's, he's, he's an investment broker. He's looking at how to invest for his clients and he does his due diligence. He looks at these bonds, at these, this package of these bonds, and then they're supposedly triple A and they're junk. They're, you know, the people are, you know, 90 days 
uh, past due. They're, they're up to their eyeballs. They hardly, they hardly have any equity in the home at all. Maybe they have an LTV loan to value of, you know, 95% or higher. He's like, these people are, are just, you know, on the verge of defaulting. And he knew that this, this whole thing that they had done where they'd gotten people into these homes who the homes were too expensive for them. They, you know, they, they couldn't afford them at all that he knew the thing was about to, to go belly up. All right. So he bet against them. He did. Um, uh, he went, bought what you call a, a he, he shorted them. He says, I'm, I'm going to, you know, bet and pay a certain amount of money saying, you know, I'm putting up I'm down my bet. That they're going to go belly up. And he knew at some, at some point they, it was going to happen. And he had to keep paying, uh, kind of like, kind of like going to Vegas. Okay. So the next one's about, uh, you know, going to Vegas. So this person is, um, doing a, um, she's going to talk about, the CDOs, basically CDOs is a, this grouping of these loans that are no good and they're, they're, they're making a bet on whether it's gonna, going to uh, fail or not. So check it out. At 10 million on a blackjack. 10 million because this hand. On a Say I bet 10 million on a blackjack. 10 million because this hand is meant to represent a single mortgage bond. Okay, Selena has a pretty good hand here, showing 18, dealer showing seven, that's a really good hand for Selena. Good odds, in fact, her chances of winning this hand are 87%. So, my odds are good. I'm on a winning streak. Everybody in this place wants to get in on the action. How could I lose, right? Now, this is a classic error. In basketball, it's called the hot hand fallacy. A player makes a bunch of shots in a row. People are sure they're gonna make the next one. People think whatever's happening now is gonna continue to happen into the future. During the real estate boom, markets were going up and up, and people thought they would never go down. So people who are watching and think that I won't lose will make a side bet. Now this is the first synthetic CDO. I love Selena Gold. Hey, did you hear that she called it a, a synthetic CDO? So you got the original CDO, which is the is the is the batch of true loans and now these people decide to do a synthetic cdo there's no basis in it it's just a bet like going to vegas okay so this gets put on the market as if it has value when it has no intrinsic value at all you couldn't if you purchase this it's just a bet you don't there's no way to know whether it's you know whether the, it has nothing to do with you know whether these people pay or not so that Anyway, so that they call this a synthetic, uh, a synthetic CDO. Moments. Bet you fifty million, she wins, and I'll give you a three to one odds. Three to one odds. Okay, I'll take that bet. Now, somebody else is going to want to make a bet on the outcome of their bet. Fifty million, she wins. That will lead to synthetic CDO number two. Hey, I bet you two hundred million. That lady in the glasses wins that bet. She probably will win. So I want a great payoff. How about 21? Deal. And this will go on and on with more and more synthetic CDOs. And we can transform an original $10 million investment into billions of dollars. So the market is, is flooded with these, it's just bets. It has no basis in value. That's what they call like a, a bubble. Okay. And so he, this guy knew this, he said, this, this whole thing is about to tank. Okay. This was back in, in it, it did tank in 2008. The bankers knew this, they knew all about it, but I'm going to show you what they bet on. Their bet was on that the American people would be hoodwinked or forced into so our economy wouldn't collapse. We were forced into paying off their, their scheme, this whole bubble that they created that they had been, been skimming off the top, all the, all the cream they'd been taking off for themselves and leaving us holding the worthless bonds in the, in the, in the market. So check it this out. Mark. Paul Sutton Bernanke just left the White House. There's going to be a bailout. Well, they had to. Right? I mean, paper markets would have they collapsed. They knew. Cash would have stopped coming out of ATMs. They had to backstop this. 
They knew the taxpayers would bail them out. They weren't being stupid. They just didn't care. Yeah, because they're fucking crooks. But at least we're going to see some of them go to jail. Right? I mean, they're going to have to break up the banks. Yeah, and that didn't happen. You know, maybe one person, you know. So they did this. They did it intentionally. They knew that this bubble would burst. And then they, you know, so they ended up making money during this whole scheme. All the people who were putting, you know, getting these loans that were completely bogus loans, just getting someone in a house so they could, you know, and they made all these these uh, these fees off of that. Then you, they end up, you know, making all the fees on the, on the bets that are continuing to happen. And then... When it went best, then they made money on that the that the country, the taxpayers, we bailed them out, and they knew that was that was their whole that was their whole game. They weren't afraid of of it going bust because they their whole game game plan was for the American people to take the hit. And then at the end, he talks about how they they ended up getting huge bonuses for their fraud. And as he was saying, you know, then they end up in, you know, they should go into prison, right? Right? Well, who's going to put them in prison? We've been working on this thing for three and a half years with President Trump. And, you know, to call these people on the carpet is next to impossible. Okay. So what's their next game? Because they've already done one on the mortgage, the mortgage bonds. And you think of, okay, well, mortgages are a very safe, safe uh, bet and a safe uh, loan because you've got, you know, people are by their house. They're not going to, def- you know, um, not pay their loan on their home, you know, they're going to, to do that. Well, they've already run that game on us. What's the next game? And it was that they were going to collapse the dollar. Okay. So this is the great thing is that we have wonderful president Trump and you cannot Trump the president Trump. You cannot. And he knows all about this. He knows where they're playing and he, he, you know, as you know, he's owned casinos. He knows money backwards and forwards. And he is working not only with the military in, the Mer- in America and all these great QAnons who are very intelligent. He's working with, um, with these, in, these white hats in the financial world, specifically like the Himalayans who can back, back what's, what's happening now are, uh, on the finance, finances. Because you think, well, how in the world, after all that's going on, how are we, is our economy not, how are we not in a depression? And they thought that, they thought that was what was going to happen. Remember when the, when the numbers came out just at the beginning of July, they they were expecting them to be, oh, that the economy has tanked and it has not because you cannot Trump, Trump, right? It's amazing. So just be encouraged. So yeah, here's a, a video I, I really highly, highly recommend that you watch. If you haven't seen this, I'm not going to tell you the name, <laughs> I'm afraid to say the name, but this one right here, I highly, highly recommend. This is one of them, but it's been, it's been on various channels. I highly recommend that you watch it because yeah, it's, uh, it, this tells you what they, the game they've been running on us for all, oh, so long for so, so, so long. And it goes into how they do this game, how they finance the wars and they make money off of this. And then they, they, they play this game on us and then they play another game and another game and another game. And so this time Trump is beating them at their own game. All right. So yeah, this one right here is one of the big bad ones as well as this one right here. And they've been doing this all the way back to the Titanic. This is this, that whole, that was a game. This is, yeah, there's just game after game and they, they played us for a bunch of chumps until now, until now. Thank you, Lord, that we have our wonderful president Trump who knows how to deal with this. So he had when, with this coronavirus, because that was their goal to tank the economy, to tank, to destroy the dollar. And so our wonderful president, um, he was ready for him. He was ready. So he ended up having them remember when he hadn't come to the white house with these bankers and they're up there saying, Oh yes, we, you know, we're going to help the American people. Well, He's got to put it in there as an incentive that this is going to be something good for them, but just wait. Okay. So, you know, they, I'm not going to play it, but they all go around the table and they're talking about, Oh, we're, we're here to help the people. The last thing that the bankers ever think about is helping the people. (laughs) Because we already know that, especially when you go back to this video right here and it talks about nine 11, they, these people were part of that. Okay, so that we know that they're not in it to help. 
at all. And they're, you know, they're always looking at it as, you know, what, how they can <laughs> mess us over. Right. And he goes into talking to each one of them around the table, these big, big names, the, someone from there and someone from there and all these big, big names. Okay. So he's talking with them and oh my goodness, his face, uh, you know, cause he knows what he's doing is that he is using this, you know, this, this whole thing to drain them. And I'm going to read to you what, what I mean by that. Okay. So if you remember that there's the defense production act and uh, here's, here's one of, I'll show you this one. Um, here's uh, the memo uh, for an executive order that president put out, Trump put out April 2nd to 2020 called the defense production act regarding the three M company. Okay. So they did not want to play. They did not want to do anything to help during the, during the pandemic. So the president forced them according to the defense production act. Okay. Defense production act that they had to do certain things. I think making the masks, whatever it was that they were supposed to do. And so he, he forced them to do it. So everyone in the, in all the corporate world, everyone in the world is on notice that if you want to live in our country, then you have to do this by, 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 by law, you have to help our country when we're in a situation like this. Okay. So the banks know that too, that they are, they could say no, but he could make them do loan people the money based upon the defense production act. Okay. So you're thinking, well, initially you're thinking, well, we're already in debt so much, you know, what are we going to, you know, what's going to happen if we're, if, you know, we're even in more. So we took on, don't freak out, but we did take on 6 trillion in debt. Okay. And uh, on the surface of it, it would look like, yeah, this is a you know, great deal because the bankers will just be, you know, have more control over us and will be more in debt and they will uh, make more money off of us. Just like, just like their deal on the mortgage uh, crisis. Okay. You look like, Oh no, they're doing it again. And even, even Biden called for this. He said, we need to, we need to force the, the banks to do this. Well, the president had them do it. Okay. Not in response to that, but anyway, so he had them do it. So what is he doing? What is, what's going on? Let me see if I can get, yeah. Okay. So the federal government is nationalizing large swaths of the financial markets. The fed is providing them money to do it. BlackRock will do the trades. This scheme essentially merges the Fed, the Federal Reserve, and the Treasury into one organization. So meet your Fed chairman, Donald Trump. He's not technically the chair, but he is running. <laughs> hey, make no mistake about it. He's running the Federal Reserve. So, so what do you mean by large swaths? And I'll read this, this, this document to you to help it make sense. But they had you know, been only having like 15% investment in in the u.s economy okay because they've been moving everything to china whenever they only you know so they didn't have really any skin in the game for america so if america goes bust if the dollar tanks then what do they care but now that because of the of them having to them buying up these large swaths now they have 50 percent of the stake in the game of america so guess what? All of a sudden now they're like, okay, we better make sure that America does not fail because we've got all their investment in it. Okay. Just imagine yourself. If you put all of your investment in something, you're like, Oh, this company has got to make it go, you know, make a go of it. All right. Um, so the fed is providing the money to do it. I'm going to show you what that means. Okay. Read some of this. It's, this is from uh, takeoregonback.com. I'll put the link in the description. I always put all the links of whatever I've been talking about in the description below. The death of capitalism, it says, okay, so I'm kind of starting here in the middle. The Federal Reserve under close scrutiny from President Trump has made the historic move to pump a staggering six trillion of liquidity into the economy since the coronavirus pandemic began, according to Forbes. What we are witnessing here is nothing less than the death of capitalism and the birth of something new said Matt, uh, Maddie Greenspan, the founder of the analysis and advisory firm Quantum Econ Economics. It's quite fascinating, really. Okay, so initially on your first blush, you're thinking, oh dear, the end of capitalism. Well, let me just tell you something. The capitalism that we've had with these big banks has not done well. They, uh, you and I have not gotten a hold of this capital. It's been for them and not for us, right? So something seriously has to change. So there is true freedom, 
true level playing field uh, uh, you know, across the board so that everyone has the opportunity to succeed and that we're not, um, that, the, that the market is not manipulated where we don't have access to you know, this capital. And uh, where it just, where you know, <laughs> it's like, okay, we're doing well, then all of a sudden it crash, you know, and then uh, does well and then crash. It's just a game they've been running on us for so, so long. So capitalism needs to be, needs to be tweaked the way that they've been operating capitalism. Okay. So the, it's the, the death of capitalism. What, so what's so fascinating about fascinating about that? Let's dig deeper. Wall street parade says, according to the treasury, as of February 29, 2020, there was 16.9 trillion in marketable U S treasury securities outstanding of that amount. At the end of February, the federal reserve held 2.47 trillion or just basically 15% making it by far the largest single holder of U.S. Treasuries anywhere in the world. But by this past Friday, the Fed's ownership of the Treasury market had increased to $3.12 trillion. It had grown by an unprecedented $650 billion in one month's time. This is, I think, March, okay, right at, uh, yeah, at the end of February, so that during the month of March. On March 23rd, the Fed announced that it would buy unlimited amounts of both Treasury securities and agency mortgage-backed securities to support smooth market functioning. In other words, to keep our economy from tanking. Okay, According to the counterpunch, the Federal Reserve was just nationalized, meaning the Federal Reserve will pick up the tab for this bonanza, at least to start. Uh, this huge $650 billion, they, you know, they, that was a initially what they did. Now it's six trillion. So the Federal Reserve, as of March 2020, owned 14.6 of the percent of the US Treasury bonds, and Trump just forced them to buy more. Not just a few billion, but unlimited. What does this mean? It appears that Trump is forcing the Federal Reserve to buy up all the bad loans that are out there and own the debt under the stocks through the BlackRock trading. So remember how I was talking about on the, that movie, The Big Short, and how they had all these worthless loans? He's forcing them to buy up their worthless loans, basically. And, and that they own the debt under stocks through the BlackRock's trading. This forces the Federal Reserve to hedge for the country, for our economy, and not against it. They've been fighting against us. We, our, our Federal Reserve has been fighting against our economy. If the Federal Reserve owns more than 15% of America's debt, it can play it safe. Uh, if it, uh, it can play it safe and exit at any time. But if they own, let's say, 50%, their decision to keep their, this bad investment comes into play. Owning half of the largest economy's debt may force the Federal Reserve to either declare bankruptcy or to be brought, bought out. Or they may be forced to stop playing games with our politics and pull out their paid opposition. Either way, it's good for Americans. And the real reason we're seeing crisis after crisis is the fact that Trump has taken the, account, the, uh, the power away from the elite for the past three years. The moment they shut down our economy, Trump backfired with this unprecedented move. Now you know why. He was investigated, impeached, pandemic, rioted, and possibly civil war. All for power. There you go. That helps, that helps to explain it, what's going on here with this, with the, with the Federal Reserve. Now I'm going to show you about printing the money. Okay. So what's going on with that? Um, President, here, this is in uh, Daily Informer. Uh, President Trump could be pulling off a major move that has the potential to save America and its economy as the nation faces one of the most difficult periods in recent history. In the face of the COVID-19 pandemic, all of the health, economic, and societal fears that come with it, President Trump might come out of a chaotic situation. A hero. Yes, he will. Mark that down. This article that was written by Jim Bianco explains how the federal government is nationalizing large swaths of the financial markets. The Fed is providing the money to do it. This scheme is essentially merging the Federal Reserve and the Treasury into one organization. So meet your new Fed Chairman Donald Trump. How could this happen? Essentially, the Fed has created multiple new programs lately that serve a slew of purposes. Okay, you've heard of the PPP. That's for these small companies as well as, you know, um, uh, we've had the, the loans to the individuals, which you know about those. But here's a whole list of other other ones that are for uh, for some of, to to prop up the big businesses, the the mortgage, uh, the 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 uh, in the market. Okay, CPFF, which is 
commercial paper funding facility, which is buying commercial paper from the issuer, PMCCF, primary market corporate credit facility, which is buying corporate bonds from the issuer, and on and on, different ones. Here's one, MSBLP, Main Street Business Lending, which is details to come, but it will lend to eligible small and medium-sized businesses, complementing efforts by the Small Business Administration. So all of these, they are financing. The problem is they don't have the right to do that. As the Federal Reserve, they don't have the right to, to, um, to purchase that. They only, um, they're only allowed to purchase or lend against securities that have government guarantee. So these, these are not collateralized, okay? And this includes treasury securities, um, agency mortgage-backed securities and the debt issued by the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Those are all government-backed, government-guaranteed. But these are these ones that are listed right here are not collateralized. They're not backed by the government. An argument can be made that can also include municipal securities, but nothing in the laundry list above. So, so the yeah. So bottom line, these these could be could be purchased by the, by the Federal Reserve, but not these, okay? So if the Fed isn't allowed to conduct the above mentioned operations, how is any of this happening? Each acronym above, whether it's PPP or BLFM or whatever, all these different ones, each of these will be connected to a special purpose vehicle, a special purpose vehicle. Let me show you what a special purpose vehicle is. Um, a special purpose vehicle, it's also called a special purpose entity, is a subsidiary created by a parent company to isolate financial risk. Its legal status as a separate company makes its obligations secure even if the parent company goes bankrupt. So the treasury created this special purpose vehicle. It's separate from, from our, you know, Sounds like it's separate from our country, okay? It's separate from our the parent company of America, and so they we have this separate this separate vehicle so that we can purchase these loans for for this special situation. Okay, and we've done this in the past. Uh, I think maybe during the Civil War so at some point we we did do this, and it at that point again the Treasury and the Fed joined together to get to make this happen. Okay, so this is not unprecedented. This has happened before. Um, so now. The treasurer will make an equity investment in each SPV, meaning they, the government, the treasury, not the Federal Reserve, purchase the securities and backstopping of loans, and the Fed is just acting as the financier. They're providing the financing. So they they own the they have the loan, but they don't, they're not the ones that are printing the money that 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 can call the debt. They don't have any control over it. That's in the, the control is in the hands of the Treasury. The Fed hired BlackRock, well, you've heard of that, likely, it's a, you know, this, this uh, securities company, to purchase these securities and handle the administration of the SPVs on behalf of the owner, the Treasury, okay? So they're doing, they're purchasing all of these. And so basically, I was saying on, on the last article, they're buying up all this bad paper. And the Fed is giving the Treasury access to the printing press. Now, if you're new to this, you may not know, that we have not been printing our money since 1913. That was the, with, when the Federal Reserve was instituted. They then got the right to print our currency. America has not had the right, the ability to print its own currency. So now, because they're merged, now we have the right to do to print our own currency, as in gold-backed currencies. Okay, let's just keep going. Let's see what's going to happen. So, uh, actually, uh, of course, you know that the Constitution, if we were acting uh, under the Constitution and not as a corporation, the Constitution permits Congress to coin money and to regulate its value, and Section 10 denies states the rights to coin their, their own money. Okay, um, so it goes into all the different things that just specifically uh, what the, under the Constitution we have the right to do. But now the Federal Reserve doesn't have the right to, to print any money. How you like that? And, the, and we do. So what's going to happen next? Stay tuned. Watch for the show. Here's, this just came out this week. And I said this. I said it. I said it. Not only did I say about the schools, <laughs> that, that we'll have the, the rights to, to you know, use these vouchers for private school, homeschool, charter school, whatever school we want. Choice. Our choice. I also said. I bet you that when we get these loans, 
that what's going to happen is the money is going to be forgiven. The debt will be forgiven. And the one left holding the bag who's paid, paid, given us all this money is the federal reserve. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? William, back on you after you've run game on us and done this to us for time after time after time after time, like Lucy with the football and poor Charlie Brown is laying there on the on the floor, right? It's time. Just like that verse I read to you from Amos. Yeah. And I'm going to read to you one here from Habakkuk. This is what you've run game on us. That day is over. We're, we're getting back everything you stole from us. Okay. The SBA says its PPP forgiveness platform will begin accepting submissions from lenders on August 10th coming up though. It may take longer if Congress makes, makes changes to the program. So I'll read a little bit of it to you. Here's, here's the list. Here's the, 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 the PDF file uh, to receive PPP loan forgiveness. A borrower must complete and submit the loan forgiveness application form 3508, blah, 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 whatever we get to get these loans forgiven. <laughs> All these loans are going to be forgiven. And it's, it's, you're like, well, wait, that's not right for us to trust me. They have stolen so much from us. It is time for th that to come back. They have been doing this for so, so, so long. And so this is, this is the, the, the game they've run on us. We're finally getting to run this on them. And that's what Trump is doing. That's what Trump is doing. Now, how can we finance you know, going forward if we don't, because we can't li continue to live off the, the, the federal, federal reserve having stolen from us. And they're like, Oh, here's just a little bit of, you know, they, they still, you know, trillions from us. And then, Oh, here you can have $5, you know, like a, like a child, like a slave. Okay. So here's another video that you can watch. Uh, this is from the next news network, Karen Hudis about the money, the gold that is there. So it, this is all, we're getting all of this back. This is in, in, uh, in safekeeping for us in the, in the world bank. And so what I believe is going to happen, let me show you how much there is real quick. By the people, but the bankers are trading on it. Please elaborate. Okay. The world bank and the IMF are listed on a special agreement that was signed in 1950 about that a assets. It's gold. It's more gold than people know about. It's over a million metric tons of gold. Over a million metric tons of gold. And this is in, this is for humanity. And this is what Nasara is about. I've got several videos on Nasara that you can go back and, and, and do a search in my channel. There's lots of videos online about Nasara. Um, some of them are kind of weird, but anyway, I think the more and more we're getting good videos about Nasara because people are realize, realizing this is happening. So with all of that gold, what if, we tell the Federal Reserve, well, we will pay you back in what we owe you in Federal Reserve notes because now we're in, we're, uh, we've printed our own money. We're now in gold and we'll pay you back in your junk, your paper money, your fake money. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? I, I bet you that's what's going to happen, you guys. I bet you that's what's going to happen. We will stay tuned and we will watch and see. But we're, we know that we're going under the gold standard. Every country is going under the gold standard. Q told us that long, 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 long ago. And we're not going to pay the, these banksters back in, in that. I, I, will, I will be glad to go and take this. After I trade out my money, I'll give them back all this fake money. And I'll help them take all that fake money and wheelbarrows and just give it back to them and say, here, go ahead. And it's it's just like Confederate notes that they used in the fireplace. They just had to burn it to, to keep themselves warm. So this is the passage. Yeah, this is the passage from Habakkuk. I was going to tell you about that whole Habakkuk chapter two is really that chapter was what I read when I went to, to DC. And that was the one I'm like, I've got to start a YouTube channel because this thing fires me up to the bankers, but soon their captives will taunt them. They will mock them saying what sorrow awaits you thieves. Now you will get what you deserve. You've become rich by extortion, like with the big short and with trying to tank our economy. But how much longer can this go on? Suddenly, your debtors will take action. They will turn on you and take all you have while you stand trembling and helpless. I'm talking about these creeps right here who were, at the, who were with our president. These guys, right? Wherever they are. Not her. <laughs> not her. Not him. Not them. Where did they go? Where did the president go? I lost my, there, 
all these banksters. Yeah. And they're going to be standing trembling and helpless. The head, the big, the big cheeses who've been running game on us act like, Oh, we're here to help you. Hmm. So yeah, that's what, this is what the Lord said in his word would happen. And this is what we're living to see. This is the day we are getting to see it. They will turn on you. That's us right now. We're turning on them and we'll take all they have. And using this, seriously, you guys, this is being fulfilled in our day. How do I know that? If you, if you go to my playlist and watch the, the videos on the, with, talking about the sign of the son of man, we've seen the sign in the heavens that this is it. Just like the Bethlehem star that they knew that was when our Lord Jesus was being born. This is the sign of the beginning of the millennial reign of Christ. This is what's happening. Very, very exciting. I've, I got to physically see it with my own eyes. Go and see it uh, on my playlist. Um, you'll see, look up the word Bethlehem star. I'll put a link at the end. I, I, I show it a lot because it's just, how do we know uh, when all this mayhem is going on? How do I know that this is what's happening uh, now? Is because the Lord said he would give us a sign. He gave us this sign in the heavens for us. All right, so then this is one, one other little post that if you're new, you might not have seen. This is way back, goodness, long, long ago that you posted this. The chair serves the master. Who is the master? P equals C. So, you know, it's just something to think about. It is, it, and there's been, there've been a lot of uh, explanations for this verse or ideas about this verse. And, and maybe there are multiple, but the chair, maybe it's the federal reserve chair the chair for the Federal Reserve, because that is our biggest enemy, is the one who holds the purse strings, who can, who you know, controls all the money in all the banks throughout the world. So if we can get America free, then the rest of the world will follow suit. We know that. So the chair serves the master. Maybe it's Trump. I don't know. P equals C. President, I don't know, president equals chair. I don't know exactly what this, what this means exactly. All I know is the, the president is now, <laughs> is basically the chair. Isn't that interesting? He's now the chair of the Federal Reserve. I mean, for all practical purposes, he is. Now I'm going to show you the next picture, which is, is very disconcerting. Okay. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to use any names, but here's the, here's the top of that post. This was way back in April 3rd, 2018, post 998. Why do they persecute me so? This is the thing. They've run game on us for so long and done so much evil to us financially and our health and our and wars and all of this that they cost. And then they say we're, we are persecuting them and that we're anti-S-E-M-I-T-I-C because these are not true J-E-W-S. These are F-A. These are fake. They aren't, they do, they're, they've taken this name and used this name so that they can run this game on us. And, and, and all this blood that they have shed because of the wars and all of this. And they're saying, well, you know, you, uh, you persecute me. You persecute. No, we're just wanting law and order. We really don't care about your religion. We just want some peace in this world. And, we, and we're going to have it. And we want, we're going to have fairness, too, where everyone has gold-backed currency. So, yeah, I, I, that's a very interesting post where it was, it was about this saying that the, the Pope will have a terrible May. We know that, that in May... Uh, I think that was when they went over and got so many of the of the documents and so many so much of the money so much and and the 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 uh, the the money changers were uh, disbanded from the Vatican that were controlling the money system. I mean, so much of this has been has been broken down. Yeah, it was it was a terrible night for them, but a good one for us. Good one for us. So yeah, interesting. Just think about. Think about that. Is you know, is that what he means by that? To control the chair controls the money and no more of this where they can continue to run game on us. I believe that's what it is. And if you're thinking, well, how do you know that this is really happening? Well, look at look at all this happening. I mean, just on and on and on. I could keep you here all day long. Like this one right here, Goldman Sachs just had to pay out 3.9 billion to settle this dispute in Malaysia. For, for corruption. Have you ever seen such a thing? Normally they get away with it and you know, there's no one to hold them to an account, but this time there was because the, because the justice department forced them. You don't see very much about it, but yeah, this, this actually happened. They, they, they run game on these people and they, they were brought to an account for that as well as you've probably heard about Sandman too, that he won his lawsuit against the Washington post and he will likely he'll win the one with the CNN and with Twitter and all the rest of them. And that's going to be the end 
of, you know, they don't have the protections anymore. And so when, it, when they get sued, because they're saying that they, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're the ones who are in control of free speech now, then, okay, then you then are liable too. And when you do something like you did to, to Sandman, you'll have to pay the price. How about that? It's a great day. It's a great day. This, there's no doubt this is happening all over the world. And, and, uh, and we're seeing, you know, even with the, all the indictments, all the CEO removals, if you haven't seen that, go to qmap.pub. I'm sure you have. Um, and that all the assets have been seized. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Real quick. One other thing. I just completed my first MP3. I just completed it. Here it is. Victory scripture song. It's got 40 scripture songs. They're, they're split tracks. So you can, you can, uh, turn off one of the speakers and then you can sing it. Uh, karaoke style or you can sing it with me either way so what you do is if you want it then you just download it to your to a to a thumb drive to a flash drive you can you can uh, so you can put it in your car you can put it on your phone i did that um you can download it to your laptop and uh, when you download it it's going to go to your spam okay just warning you now and some people are like how does this work i can't find the cart this is a very weird program and i'm sorry it's so weird but when you hit add to cart okay if you want to have my songs they're five dollars um then you can you'll see this this pop-up view cart when you say see view cart click on view cart if you miss that start over because it, you've got to see that view cart and it'll take you there um to the screen and then you'll see the the, the cart okay all right so then you can update let's say if you want to say i just want one so you update that all right. So I want you to see that. Don't forget. Don't forget. You have to look in your spam because that's that's where it's going to come from. All right. So that is that. And it's on freedomforce.live. That's what we are doing here. We're the Freedom Force and we're very much alive. We're working on it. Now, the other thing we're working on and hey to Daisy, who's working so hard. She has been working on taking the book that I wrote, the QAnon and a thousand years of peace, which is on Amazon. And the audiobook is on, on here also on freedomforce.live. Okay. She's still been taking the uh-oh, let's see. She took the book and she's translated it. She's almost finished. I think she's on chapter 16 of 24. And so I think she's got like 50 pages left. Um, and so just pray for Daisy, to have, for the Lord to help her to finish this so that we can get this out to the, the, those who speak Spanish because they need to know this truth too. So we've all got to come out of this deception. So just let's pray that we'll find a way that to reach into that market to, to that group of people so that they can don't have to be led around by the, the nose of these who've, who've lied to us about end times. All right. I think that's everything here. Here's the link where it is on, on, um, on Amazon. All right, let's pray. Thank you again, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for us being set free from those who've done so much harm to us that we didn't know how to get untangled from this. Thank you for our president. Thank you for those who are, who are working so hard behind the scenes. Thank you for those who, who put themselves at risk and, and taken all kinds of, of um, uh, trouble and punishment for, for working so hard to set us free. We praise you, Lord, that we're living to see this day. Thank you that your promises in Habakkuk and, and Amos and all over your word are true. They're yea and amen. And we know this is happening because you gave us this wonderful sign in the heavens that we know it's true. Thank you that you tapped us on the shoulder. You said the angels so that we know what's, what is going on. We pray, oh Lord, against anyone who is fighting uh, for against the freedom and the, and the, and the deliverance of your people. We pray that they will be stopped. We pray that, that everything that they attempt will fail. We pray that they will have no strength that to, to, um, to get any of this done. We pray that they'll be exposed, help us to expose them so that they no longer have any power over us. We praise you, Lord, that this is happening and you ordained for us to pray and you've ordained that you will answer and you've ordained that you would wake us up and that you ordained that we would be your warriors in this great day of battle and that we get to see this great day. We praise you, Lord, that, uh, that you're, that everything you say comes true, that you know the end from the beginning and you have a perfect plan. We trust your plan. We pray all these things in your great name, King Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I love you. I will talk to you soon. All right. Bye.